0: It's time for the rich life Retirement show brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal best-selling author Bo Henderson. this is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful meaningful and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started here's Bo Henderson and Bill Maine. Glad to be back and out and about and doing it again on Rich Life Retirement. Bill Maine, hanging out with Bo Anderson. How you doing, Bo? Hey, Bill. Excited to be here and talk about retirement with you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we got some cool things going on today. Number one, we're going to start planning your 100th birthday party. Mm. We're also going to take a look at some of the things you probably should not by online and we'll tell you how you might be able to save yourself about $300 a month and I kind of like the sound of that myself but first you have been out and about in the community and how that how has that been going you
1: know what's been happening we've been doing our educational events and a lot of um, how we reach out and educate the community is we'll work at community centers libraries and we'll teach classes on things like taxes and retirement You'll like that one, right? Minimizing yeah, yes, taxes, I'm minimizing
0: taxes, um, social
1: security optimization. A lot of the things that just aren't built into a lot of retirement planning. We want to make sure people have that information because, uh, like, I said, especially with the social security, I've yet to have social security call up a person and say, "Hey, you know what? <laughs> we owe you about forty thousand dollars. You'd be entitled to if you knew how to how to claim it."
0: Yeah. So if we, we like, didn't make it so complicated,
1: right? So we encourage people: Hey, come out, read books, come to go to classes, learn this information, and what applies to you. And one we have coming up, is the next is in Lumpkin County. Now, we just did one last Saturday, but we're going to have Tuesday and Thursday this week, Okay, 6.30 p.m. at the Lumpkin County Community Center. All right. So
0: yes. if folks want to sign up, is that a show up or you got to sign up? Beforehand? Go to Rich Life Advisors and register
1: so we can have you properly spaced and have seats available. Sure. Okay. Um, but that'll do that. And then, like I said, that's just the, the key with those community education events, it's that's, raised, that's proactively raising your retirement IQ, and that's what we're all about here.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, let's dive into it then today and raise a little IQ here on something that may sound strange, especially as much as I talk about this topic, <laughs> but right now, tax rates are historically low, not just low, but historically low compared to what we've seen in the past, and The Motley Fool says we should take advantage of that before the end of the year, and you know, I'm all about taking advantage of a lower tax rate, but the question is, I don't know how to do it.
1: One of the things we need to look at, so right now, taxes aren't fun. So any taxes doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, but they're there. We got to react. We got to face them. They're they're reality, but they are historically low. And we want to pay attention to where are we now? And is it going to feel worse in the future when, I'm going to say when, I'm not even going to say if anymore, Bill, when they're higher? Yeah, and they will be. It's inevitable. Yeah. So so some of that, while we, especially with retirement planning, what we can start looking at, and, and a lot of the strategies, design we work on with clients, especially in the period leading up to retirement, is can we pay tax now on some of these pre-tax assets that we've accumulated and things like 401ks and IRAs, and convert that at today's tax rates to a Roth IRA that won't be taxed in the future when they're likely to be higher? Mm, okay. Makes so, sense. So year by year, what we do is we can look at a tax return, and we can see how much room you have. Uh, on your return from the income you made until you'd bump into the next bracket, and what we try to do is is keep within the same bracket. We don't want to knock you into a higher bracket right. overall. makes sense. But say, okay, here's here's available room, and let's see is that's on the table to convert to a Roth, and we can make that decision. There's only one catch. I gotta tell both sides of the story. Okay. <laughs> if we convert fifty, sixty, a hundred thousand dollars of an IRA to a Roth, we do have to have the money to pay tax on it.
0: Yeah, because, because you're moving it from something that requires tax on the other end to right. something that doesn't on the other end. you right. got to pay up front.
1: So we want to look at that. So it might be, hey, there's $60,000 of room possible to convert, but we really only have cash to comfortably convert 30000 Hey, that's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't happen unless you actually take a close look at the numbers and, and, and crunch them through. Well, and unfortunately what
1: happens, instead of working on that year-to-year for six, eight, ten years before retirement – we just get busy with business, work, family, <laughs> living, living, all the yeah. things. And we get the year before retirement, we're like, hey, it'd be nice if I could convert $500,000 in a pot, but you just can't. It's going to be too big of a tax burden. So doing a little bit at a time is the key to being successful with that strategy.
0: All right. Very good. Very good. And uh, strategy is what it's all about, to get your plan. We talk about that all the time, and you're going to hear us say it over and over again, so get used to it. Going to hammer that home. Now, we also talk a lot on the show about the benefits of having... Multiple sources of income in retirement, and you talk about that all the time. Uh, for many of us, one of those sources is a retirement account, like a 401k or an IRA. We just talked about a little bit of IRAs there. Michael Fink, professor at American College of Financial Services, tells the street that it's important to understand the risk that comes with those market-based accounts. So is he saying that we need to do something else to carry through those periods when the market fails? What's he implying?
1: Yeah, you know, the, the key with this is we're talking about, and I was having this conversation this week, Bill, with a couple in particular, this exact topic, is you know, the market the market is for long term growth because it goes up and down, right? You know, I sure. don't I know exactly what it'll do. It's <laughs> gonna go up and down. Uh so what I want to make sure is if we're having a conversation, we're looking at your retirement strategy, let's say we're just trying to score or or give you a grade of where you are now so we can work on where you're trying sure. to get to. Yeah. Uh what we want to know is okay, this money that's exposed to that ups and downs in the market, which is really more longer term growth, do you do you understand and are you comfortable? with if the market were to take a correction of 10, 20, 30, 40 percent, are we all on the same page saying this is the amount that I know is there for a 10 plus year window and I'm comfortable with it doing the ups and downs? Because a lot of times the answer is no. When I think about it like that, that would terrify me yeah. if mm-hmm. I took a big hit on this piece yeah. of money. So what he's referring to is more what we we've, we've talked about bucket planning, right, is is we need to pull uh, some money in the what we call the middle bucket or bucket two, that's a little more secure, That's it's not going to go up and down like the market so that if we need to, if our plan is to retire in three years, we know we have a certain percentage of our asset available to make sure that that plan works and we can take our check, and we're only growing the piece that can afford to grow for that that longer time horizon.
0: Do, do you often, as you get closer to retirement and you're having to rely on that, you know you're going to have to do three, four years out, do you start moving out of the high risk into the medium or low risk? Do you start moving from those buckets, or do you leave the formulas the same?
1: It depends. So every year, that's the answer to everything, right? It depends. depends. on uh, But we could set up, but if we know where we need to be income-wise in five years, it can be set up and it's adjusted and tweaked year to
0: year, Mm -hmm. meaning... Mm -hmm. uh, To be able to maintain that number. Right, right.
1: So what's happening and what you're referring to is kind of shifting more to bonds the closer you get. The issue right now is with low interest rate, bonds just aren't the great tool they used to be to be that safety vehicle.
0: Right, yeah. So here it comes into play that you really do have to take a look at all the pieces On a regular basis. Right. And
1: it can't be a set it and forget it
0: much more, much
1: less. It can't be something, hey, what I set up in a 401k 20 years ago is just what I'm going to hit retirement with. There needs to be some positioning, some changes, and it's got to be very specific to you, your situation, your income, your expenses, your goals. All those things need to be customized to how you're going to land in retirement and not be figuring out after the fact
0: okay well real quick here we need to let folks know that that's what you do right rich life the rich life retirement show that's what we try to connect you with some of these these ideas that point you in the right direction and if folks want to find out more about the things we're talking about today or anytime we're on the show or even share questions easy to get in touch with you Yeah, retirement
1: by design that is what we do we're coordinating all those pieces if you're saying you know what I need I know that I need to get a plan on distribution and taxes when I when I take money out in retirement. What order of my money do I take it out? I know I need to optimize that social security. I know I need clarity on can I really retire at sixty six? Or is Bo gonna tell me, yeah, let's work part time that next two years to make it work? Or sometimes, Bill, the nice thing I might say, you know what, you can actually retire a year sooner than you thought. Oh wow.
0: That'd be nice to hear. Uh,
1: so so all that, but it needs to those decisions and that 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 needs to be made logically and mathematically mm-hmm. right you, you'll hear me and you know this you know me real enough i like to get outside of the the logic sometimes to hey let's get let's dream let's let's get clear on where we want to go how we want to live our life but when it comes to the numbers and the math we do want to be be logical and mathematical there
0: yeah you don't want to be in the clouds that's for sure so you need to get in touch with the folks there at rich life advisors and they'd be glad to uh, an individual design there for that's you right. yeah we'll
1: work on that strategy richlifeadvisors.com or give us a call at 770-249-7424 that's seven seven zero two four nine. rich
0: Okay, now here we go. One of our biggest retirement decisions, and this is something that you're talking about in some of your mm-hmm. seminars right now, is when to start taking Social Security, because that timing is extremely important as to how much you get. Now, if you're thinking about taking it early, consider this. A study cited by the Baby Boomer website Next Avenue found that Americans who claim at age 62 are giving up a collective, hold your breath, $3.4 trillion in lost income. Wow, I love Michael Sam, but not that much. Now, if it's hard to wrap your mind around that number, look at it this way. That's about $95,000 that your household would be losing. Now, how important is it to get that claiming with the right decision in the right timing? And that's that's what you point out in some of the seminars that you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about that timing and why that's so significant.
1: I tell you know a lot of times Social Security claiming decisions is made without a lot of thought, much less a lot of modeling that we talked about comparing. How does this work in my situation? How does this work if I do it, if I start pulling assets from other sources here and Social Security later or vice versa? And unless we model it and have the pieces on the table to compare, it's hard to make a good decision because you really don't have all the facts. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean that study three point four trillion, right? Wow. If yeah. we mathematic, if we looked at that, uh, you know, if you did it in in terms of years or seconds, we can't even fathom trillions. I mean those that's that's huge numbers. No, there's no way. Uh, and we, we've talked about this before, and this is saying to the tune of ninety thousand per household. We've seen as high as on average per one hundred eleven thousand. Another study, but that's money that you could actually use and spend to live in retirement. Yeah. And most people aren't making that decision knowing that they're not saying, "Hey, I'm going to choose uh, filing early, uh, knowing I'm giving up ninety thousand dollars." They're they're not getting that clear. Now, if you make that decision knowing that, that that's different.
0: Yeah, because right? you've had you've it's had the knowledge and you made that choice. Uh, do you think a lot of people, the reason they don't look that closely at it is they, they think, well, I'm just lucky that it's there because mm-hmm. we hear all the scare stories. And we also think, well, it's not going to be that much anyway. So what difference does it make?
1: I, yeah, I think that's it. I think it's, you know, whether I, if I take blase it there, about it. Yeah, if I take it there, I can let my 401k k grow and kind of offset that, which in theory, on surface level, that might sound good, but you're not considering the taxes, right? The taxes on your 401k are going to always be higher than your tax on your Social Security. And we're not talking about the one-year impact. We're talking 20- or 30-year impact. And I've seen the difference recently, Bill. We did, a, we did a case for a couple. And the difference in the order they drew down their money, Social Security first versus Social Security later and where they put in their other assets, because of taxes, scenario A ran out. 10 years before their life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Scenario B, same puzzle pieces they had to work yeah. with lasted their full life expectancy, and they paid $35,000 less in taxes.
0: So there you go. All so right. there you go. It, it, you always say the math will show the path. Exactly, and it certainly does, and you really need to take take, take time to look at it, because the other thing that we say in our business, what? never leave money. On the table. I like it. That's Especially it. Especially when it's your money you put there. Well, and that's a good point. That's the
1: disconnect. And, and I've done this, that, that class about Social Security, I think it's come up, I've done that over 200 times mm-hmm. the, last, the last several years. And I'll ask, I'll say, how many people here want every bit of Social Security benefit you're entitled to have earned? Everybody in the room. Yeah. But, but the statistics show that 96% of people actually get that or claim that. And, and it really comes down to knowing the rules. And this, this is the mind-blowing mind number. There's over 500 potential combinations of, of how to claim. So it's not as simple as 62, 66, or 70. There's a lot of things. You've got spousal benefits. You've got survivor benefits. You've got delayed retirement credits. You've got all these things you need to look at. And short of us doing what we call a Social Security Optimization Analysis, wow, Say that three times real yeah, quick. Yeah, I
0: can. Social
1: security. <laughs> short of doing a social security optimization analysis, it's really hard to see how these things model, map out, and play out in, in, in life and make a really solid decision that you feel confident in.
0: Okay. So, uh, folks, we're we're talking retirement. We're talking game changers here when mm-hmm. it comes to planning your social security. So just keep that in mind when you're putting these pieces together. Rich Life Retirement Show. Love being here with you. Bill Maine, with Bo Henderson. Moving on to something that's probably going to blow a few minds, I think. Uh, Market Watch says a pension fund for New York subway workers lost $330 million in a collapsed hedge fund. Uh, that's kind of a scary story, especially if I'm counting on a pension to get me through 20 or 30 years of retirement. Is that just kind of risk we have to put up with, or is there some way we can mitigate that? So
1: $330 million lost in that fund. That's yeah. scary because when we think of pensions, I think in our mind it seems like guaranteed money.
0: It's a forever fund. As, right. far as, as, as long as I live, I get to draw it.
1: And, and I have a different perspective because I've been, been having these conversations now for 20 years. I've seen many companies, many, many companies you would know as a Fortune 500 company where a clients brought me in a letter and it says, you know what, due to some restructuring or some buyout or something, we're reorganizing or restructuring your pension payout. And I had a guy um, a couple years ago came in and his $2,400 pension was being cut to 1200 in a couple months. Now, the problem with that is, like we said, this guy was counting on that 2400 for the rest of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I think it's, uh doesn't come through that. Hey, an, an organization like a city, a county, a, a state, if the funds aren't there, they can change it. That's, it's yeah. possible to change that, m- much less a corporation. So goes back to our last conversation a little bit, Bill. We've got to maximize every benefit we possibly can because there's some things outside of our control that could come up. We can't. We can't always plan on a best case scenario because that's not how life works.
0: Right. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. And when it comes to those folks providing those pensions, hey, they can't give you what they don't have.
1: And you're seeing that trend. it's an accelerating trend, and it's it's actually happened a lot this year. Is these pensions? There's, there's been more than eighty four thousand pensions done away with since nineteen eighty five. Wow. And you're seeing more and more and more. And and the big thing is. Uh, People are living longer, and companies can't afford that liability. Yeah. Right? I can't pay for somebody for 40 years after yeah. they leave. So, it's a bit expensive. So they're going to 401K plans to where, hey, guess what? You can put money in, but it, you're completely responsible for how Balls it plays out. Balls in
0: your court That's at that all right. point. All right. Have you given any thought to the idea of refinancing your mortgage? you know a lot of folks probably are because, uh, well, right now, some record low interest rates going on, and that could really knock your payments down. But CNBC's Dana Olick says that there are still about 19 million Americans who could refinance but haven't done that. Nineteen million. Now, of those nineteen million homeowners, they could save an average of three hundred dollars a month. You're asking yourself, why aren't people considering this more? So, do you see that in what you're doing? Are people coming to you and say, "I'm going to refinance, and I'm going to take that savings, and I need to put it into a savings account of some sort"?
1: It's no secret right now that interest rates are low. Everybody, oh if they try to get uh, CD rates or savings account rates, everybody realizes that. So, it is coming up a lot. Should I refinance? in a lot of cases that, that makes sense. And, you know, in this, to this study is showing on average, um, a household could save $300 a month by refinancing a mortgage, but also we can get, get refi happy. And, and what I mean by that in an environment like this, I've had also people come in and they refied nine months ago and they're saying, well, that dropped another point, three points. Should I refinance again? And what you have to consider there, there's a couple things we want to think about. I think it's a great option if it fits like anything else, uh, it, we got to pay attention to the closing cost, and how long does it take us to break even on those closing yeah, costs? To
0: recoup that, sure.
1: So if I'm only going to be there, if my plans to be there two more years, and I'm going to move to my retirement home, might not make so much sense. Even if you lowered that interest rate, you, you're not going to break even on the closing costs. Uh, and then then the other thing that that I think you've got to pay attention to beyond how long am I going to stay in my house is is really get that in my, Go back to the math. Is it gonna is it really going to save me? money per month? Is it going to yeah. free up cash flow? And does it reduce my interest rate? So I think those are the things you've got to consider.
0: Yeah, especially when it comes to recouping those closing costs, because I think people don't, they just see what the payment's going to be. They yeah. don't realize that there are costs up front that are associated with that, that is going to eat into whatever profit, if you want to put it that way, that you would make off of doing that. So here again, math shows and, the path. Well, and
1: then pay attention too, right, to, hey, maybe, maybe I've got so much equity, I could pull some out. You got to be careful with that, right? You pull money out of an asset like a house. What are you going to spend it on? Is it going to be? Are you going to spend that money on an asset? Or are you going to pay off consumer debt? And you just want to have really thoughtful considerations. Or what you did is you just maybe you have a better interest rate, but you just added more debt overall to your household.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of balancing on those. So, so not meaning to be like <laughs> negative
1: Nancy on that, but I just say look. Like anything else, let's talk it through, think it through, and make a good decision. All
0: right. It may look good on the surface, may not be the best thing when you get down below the waves. All right. Now, these days, and I know that we've all been doing this, especially lately, you can get anything online, and you can get it delivered. (laughs) It's just amazing. Groceries, even wine, beer, a mattress, uh, you fill in the blank, and somebody's going to fill in your order. But Forbes magazine says one thing you probably should not get online is an estate plan. I'm going to ask you why not, but I could probably come up with a lot of reasons on my own. But let's talk to the expert here. So why not?
1: So with the estate planning in Georgia, um, what we need, most everybody is going to need a will, a financial power of attorney, and a health care directive. Okay, that's kind of the basic package. There's some other issues that come up where we would need a trust. But but what I run across, Bill, and this is probably 90 plus percent of the time, As important as that is, everybody says, yeah, I need I need those documents or I've heard a horror story or I've lived a horror story with my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody knows it's important, but I would say over 90 percent of the time what I'm running into is either it's outdated and needs to be redone or updated or it's just never quite been put into place. So one of those things is talking about doing it online versus not. There are services to where um, it's kind of a cheaper alternative. You can go online and you can create your your will and some of these documents uh, but at the same time, you run the risk of you're filling out that information and you might misinterpret some of the questions or what the intention is. Uh, you're not dealing with an attorney. And one of the things I worked on, this just came up recently, to, uh, one of our local attorneys said, you know what? I'm going to work on a lower cost alternative like like something like LegalZoom, which is one of these yeah. online mm-hmm. deals. But what I'm going to include is an hour of my time to review it and then ask, ask questions. So what I like about that is you have that person that you can make sure one hey did i do this right did yeah. i fill this out right yeah. and then two if something changes or goes we have that person we can go to to update it and fix it yeah so it's one of those i'm still big high touch person and and the face-to-face and working with people so i think with the estate plan there's just too many room too many wiggle spots for error if we're just trying to figure it because i don't know about you but i'm not a lawyer right i'm not either i, don't even, play, that,
0: I don't even play one on tv right, right. So, yeah. On radio. yeah or right? the radio either, yeah so
1: some of that legal language can be confusing but um That's why I'm a big fan. And I've worked with some of our local attorneys here to to facilitate that so that it's not it's not cost prohibitive. People put it off and put it off and then get caught. Um, But I'm a big fan of having that person to talk to because that's lawyer stuff.
0: No, I agree. No, I agree. You can make some big mistakes by assuming the wrong thing on that. And and remember this simple, simple little saying here. You've probably heard where there's a will, there's a way. Uh But that's really that that's true. But there's another saying that goes with it where there's the will. There's a relative. So you want to make sure <laughs> that you have your lines. That's right. You certainly do that. Hey, I wanted to do a quick flashback as a point to illustrate something. It was this week, back in 1972, Johnny Rivers released Rockin' Pneumonia" and the Boogie Woogie Flu. This one stayed on the charts nearly five months and earned Johnny a gold record. Now, here's something to think about, though, when we think about this. When Johnny Rivers was born in 1942, there were fewer than 2,300 people in the entire United States wow. who were over 100 years old. You think about it. Fast forward to today, we have more than 90,000 90, Americans. 000. Yeah, 90,000 reached the hundred mark, and that's huge, which means we're living longer, which means we've got to plan longer. I want to be here. That's right. my goal. I've said this before. My goal is I want to be here to blow out the candles on my 100th birthday. I do. Right. That's where I'm going. So that, from the onset, that controls when I talk to you, how do I make it happen? That's an important thing to know. How long do I need my money?
1: Should we plan for a 100th birthday? I if we want... To increase our risk of a successful retirement and not be a statistic. Now, what's happening, Bill, is we're underestimating how long we're living. And and again, you hear me say disconnect. I will if I'm talking to a group, I'll say how many people have family, friends, relatives in their in their 90s now. When I'm speaking to a group, it's it's over half the room. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, it might have been two people. Sure. Uh, so we're living longer and we know it, but yet we're thinking in our own lives. Maybe I'm just more like a life expectancy person. Eighty-two-ish, you yeah. know, early '80s, and what's happening is like I said, a lot of people are getting about 10, 15 years from the end of their life, and they're running out of money. Mm. And in a lot that of cases, me. yeah, they're only they're does. only living on Social Security. So know that statistic. And the thing with longevity, so we're talking about longevity here. A hundred, I would consider longevity, right?
0: Yeah, it's a good time, good time uh, to be around. Good
1: goal. Good number. Yeah. Uh, But it multiplies all the other risks we're dealing with with retirement planning, our interest rate risk, our inflation risk, our market risk, our sequence of returns risk, all the risks that come up that we're trying to battle and mitigate in retirement planning. The longer you live, the more you're exposed to them. Yeah. So so we need to make sure that we're planning and we're building a plan based on. Let, let's be a little conservative. Even if you think ninety is more realistic, if we're a little more planning for that hundred birthday party, the worst case, I'd rather be a little over prepared than I'd come rather, up a I'd little rather, short.
0: Okay. Now I said something earlier. I'm going to take this back. Let me give you an exception. Okay. There's an exception to every rule. Okay. I said earlier. I said never leave money on the table. Right. All right. Well, in this point, that's the one time I want to leave money on the table. Right. When I die, I want to make sure there's money on the table that I. I I've had a lot of friends say I want to spend every dollar before I die, but yeah. I. I, I I don't mind leaving money on the table when I leave, because I know that there are people behind me that can benefit from that. My children, my wife, whatever the situation right. is. If you don't a like charity. your kids,
1: pick a charity. Exactly. There you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pick somebody's dog, for that matter. Real fast, we've got about a minute left, and I want to I, I want to throw this at you, because when you talk about this, uh, has anybody ever come to you and said, okay, because you, you rattle off all those buckets. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is what you do all the time, the different ways to invest. Has anybody ever come and said, okay, I see you putting this money in here, and how much money, has anybody ever wanted you to allocate money for lottery tickets?
1: You know, <laughs> you know as, so as a hedge against whatever. I've heard some funny things. I helped. I, I had somebody um, want me to do a, an analysis on buying milk cows, and we actually were able to do it. Believe it or not, that's the most out there thing. But so of, when that comes up, my my response, you know, I try to be <laughs> measured. I say, okay, here is the deal: if if our buckets hit all our planning goals, and you want to you want to pull one hundred dollars a month over here, and you can afford it. For your lottery tickets, have that's your play money. We're not yeah. we're not building that into your timeline though. We're not we're not making any plans or goals based on that. But if it's something that you enjoy and it's for fun, have at it, buddy. And the same thing if it's a real speculative or risky type of stock. It's the same. Let's let's pull a little piece over here if we can afford to. All right. our other bases are covered. We have our income plan. Everything's set up and. And do that, but also have the mindset that this is kind of for fun. If I lose it all, it doesn't change my all plan. Right.
0: Just a little while. I, I, a little crazy on my part, but I know there are people out there that go, well, my retirement plans is Georgia lottery. Well, Wouldn't that
1: be funny if when we deliver a, a new client binder, <laughs> yeah. we attached a,
0: a lottery <laughs> ticket? <laughs> I love it. I love it. There you go. All right, folks, want to get in touch with you. We're almost out of time. We're slammed up against the clock here. We always do this. How do we get with Rich Life Advisors?
1: Yeah, I think the place to start is go to richlifeadvisors.com, and you can see how we work with clients, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. And give me a call. Let me know things you're thinking about, things you're worrying about, things you'd like to hear me talk about here with Bill at at 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH.
0: Enjoyed it, Bo. Have a great one. Have fun. See ya. If you have specific retirement questions or would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors LLC provides investment advisory services through formula folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.